This is Todd Wick, former Hells Angel, ordained minister, and owner of Holy Smoke, Cozy Corner's premier Christian vape shop. Join me every Sunday at 7 a.m. right here on WKML as we discuss the latest in vape juices and salvation. Tell them what we've got this week, Shasta. That's my wife. We got sour cream and salsa pork rinds in Filipinos 413. It's Philippians 413, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And sour cream and salsa pork rinds, who's ordering these things? Holy smoke. Every Sunday at 7 a.m. Only on WKMF, Cozy Corner, Public Radio. Are we vaping, brother? Hey, Faith. Yeah? Why didn't the skeleton go to the prom? I don't know why. Because he had no body to go with. Boo. Late Night Fright begins now. Only on WKMF, Cozy Corner, Public Radio. You're listening to WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Access Radio. It's the witching hour. Time for the late night fright with your hosts, Dan and Faith. Welcome, ghosts and goblins, to the Late Night Fright. I am your host, Dan, and with me, as always, is the very lovely, the very talented owner of the Cozy Cafe, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. She is everyone's favorite barista. Hello to all our listeners here in Cozy Corner, here in the United States, and... Faith, we have international listeners. I know. So we would like to say hello to all of our international listeners over there in London and in Ireland. And we sincerely thank all of you for your support. We thank you for the ratings, the comments, and the reviews. And we're going to ask them a favor tonight, Faith. What do you think? Let's go for it. We would like you, our loyal listeners, our ghosts and goblins, to tell just one person to listen to the show. Faith, do you think that is, that's not too much to ask, is mm, it? Not at all. So just ask one person, tell them to check us out. And if you do that, tag us in a post on the Instagram. We're at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Tag us in a post or shoot us a direct message, and we will mention you on the show, the next show, as a personal thank you. Faith, do you know that we're being listened to in Washington, D.C.? Oh, Wow. We are being listened to all over the United States, but we do have a listener in Washington, D.C. Now, I do not know who it is, but I like to think that it is the president of the United States himself listening to the Late Night Fright. And when he listens to the Late Night Fright, what I imagine is going through his head is, this podcast is fantastic. It's brilliant. You're going to love it. This thing is going to be huge. That's what she said. That's what she said indeed, Faith. Mm-hmm. Faith, it's been a weird couple of weeks, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if if you've been following the show, you know what's been going on. I'm not going to give you a rundown. We, you know, The other shows are posted. Go 
check out those shows to f- find out what's been going on here. But it's it's been we've had a weird run of luck recently. Last week we were on location at the Monroe Mystery House in the etheric door between worlds between this world and the next was breached and it's just been a little odd have you felt it a 100 percent have it's so what off. it's very it's off. off have what exactly have you noticed just oh nasty energy everywhere feel like people are always around me when they're not it's a bad it's vibe very bad. it's a bad vibe mm-hmm. and like we said that door was breached and i don't want to point any fingers but um Harrison Ford was with us on the show last week, and it's his fault. Harrison may have interrupted the seance that they were doing. Um, apparently, it had something to do with a lady marmalade, shrimp marmalade, or something. And uh, he, uh, so he interrupted that seance, and they weren't able to finish it. And it's just been very odd here. It really has. I've I've felt the heebie-jeebies. Me too. The Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. Just just bad feelings. So the town council got together, and they decided that what this town needs is a morale boost. And do you know what they have decided to do, Faith? I know that you know, but our listeners don't know. Tell everybody. We're having a prom night Ooh. here in Cozy Corner. That's right. Which works out really well for us because our movie that we're watching tonight, Faith, is the 1980 Jamie Lee Curtis film... Prom night. Prom night. Isn't that coincidental and amazing? Huge coincidence. What a huge coincidence. We were on location last week at the Monroe Mystery House for that that awful fatal seance that just went, well, Harrison. Thank you, Harrison, for screwing that up. But uh, we're back in the studio tonight, and we will be taking phone calls. I don't know. Do you think that's a good idea? I don't know. <laughs> They always kind of scare me. In I don't a way. know either. You know, it. I feel like last week we had a little reprieve from it, but then you know the etheric door was breached. So maybe it's good to be back here. Maybe so. Um, our good friend Bobby, the host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright, he's out at the Cozy Corner Convention Center. He's DJing the prom, and we're going to go ahead. We're going to throw it out to Bobby real quick. Faith, you want you want you want to throw it out to Bobby? Yeah, let's go. Go for ahead. It. Hey, Bobby, are you at the prom? Oh, God, Faith, it is so good to hear from you. How is it going? Going pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, I am so mellow right now. Listen, I got into my mom's medicine cabinet. I don't know if this is Vicodin or Xanax or if I took both of them. But I am feeling groovy. I am floating on that etheric plane myself, if you know what I mean. Hey, Bobby, we, yeah, we we do know what you mean. So uh, here's the question, man. How are things out there? Listen, you guys, I got to tell you, you know, I have been just worried about everything recently. You know, we haven't had a good run here, but listen, I'm feeling good. Hey, Faith, the dance floor is wide open. That's what she said. (laughs) And, you know, hey, Faith, I feel like this prom, this town, it has a gaping hole, and this is going to fill it. That's what she said. Yeah, it is what she said last <laughs> night when I was with your mom. I'm sorry, that's the Vicodin Xanax talking. 
Anyway, so I'm out here. I'm going to be DJing. We got some good stuff. So, uh, you know, hopefully, guys, you know, no weirdness tonight, you know, but you never can tell. So, uh, you know, I'll be checking in, you know, and, uh, hey, we're going to be seeing you guys later down here at the prom. Possibly. Maybe. I, I don't know. I didn't. We didn't plan on, on no. going because uh, it seems that wherever we are, bad things happen. <laughs> kind of depends. What are, you, what are you playing tonight? Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing classics tonight. I'm playing nothing but 50s music, some 60s classics, you know, a lot of classic soul. Some RBI will be playing. You're still a young man by Tower Power, because that is my favorite song. But I tell you right now, I ain't playing no bro country. I ain't playing no James Taylor. And I ain't playing no Dave Matthews. That is not music, Faith. Do you agree with me on that? I totally agree. He leaves a gaping hole, Faith. That's what she said. That is what she <laughs> said. Anyway, I'll check in with you guys later. I am feeling groovy. He sounds like he's in good spirits yeah, tonight. much yeah. better than and usual. He, he really hasn't had a good run of no. luck recently. Um, so do you think we might make it over there to the prom? I don't know. We'll see how this goes. And well, Yeah, you know. I like uh, the music he's playing. So. I, and I... I Ghosts and Goblins don't hold it against me, but I have to go with him on this Dave Matthews. Um, me too. <laughs> I'm going with him on the Dave Matthews. Um, so we're going to figure it out. But you know, Faith, first, we have some business to attend to because, as always, the news. Despite the recent breaching of the etheric wall that separates this world from the next, business is still booming here in Cozy Corner. Chair Pants is set to open a new factory off of Sacred Burial Road sometime this fall. Chair Pants is the brainchild of Michael Scott, a formal regional manager of Dunder Mifflin, a paper company located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Chair Pants is exactly what it claims to be, a chair that's attached to your pants so that when you sit down, you're supported. Scott also, the creator of Magic No Ouchie Meat Machine, and the Toilet Buddy said, I know a lot of industries have left this town leaving a big gaping hole, but this new venture is going to be huge and it's going to fill that gaping hole. Scott quickly added, that's what she said before exiting the chair pants press conference to Natalie Merchant's Kind and Generous. Senator John Blutarski, an esteemed member of the United States Senate, recently spoke at the Cozy Corner Community College. He told the students that his advice to them is to start drinking heavily and that while fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, it sure does make the Niedermeyers and Marmalards of the world a lot more bearable. He then added that even though he don't know much about history, don't know much about biology, don't know much about a science book, don't know much about the French I took, he turned out just fine. Senator Blutarski exited the stage to chance of toga, toga. Principal Murphy Monroe of the Cozy Corner Elementary School is back in the news. Recently reunited with his wife, Majel, head of the Cozy Corner Trek Society, the Monroes were out to dinner at Smackwater Jack's and had just ordered the Smackwater Sampler when Mr. Monroe told his wife that he prefers the original William Shatner Star Trek show to the Patrick Stewart-led Star Trek The Next Generation. Majel Monroe threw the Southwest egg roll she had been eating at Murphy, shouting, Shatner is a bad actor! Stewart is a classically trained thespian! Murphy then picked up the egg roll and threw it back at Majel, saying, Thespian? More like a lesbian. Kirk is all man. Picard has the damn therapist sitting on the bridge with him. You know who Kirk has sitting with him. His balls. Cooler heads finally prevailed when the Monroes came to an agreement that Star Trek Voyager sucks ass and Stranger Things Season 3 looks like it's going to be some serious dope-ass gangsta swag. 
And finally, this weekend is the annual Cozy Corner Lentil and White Bean Festival. Festival spokesman Igor Funkenstein said that if you can't handle some seriously funky smells, you don't need to be on the dance floor. Faith, I can honestly tell you I have no idea what that means, mm-hmm. but that is the news. We have, I think we have a pretty good show tonight. I think so too. But you know, I always say that we have a pretty good show, and <laughs> About 80% of the show is okay, and then that last 20%, we never finish. So maybe tonight, we will finish. So, Fingers crossed. So stay tuned and find out. But uh, we have the 1980 movie Prom Night starring America's Sweetheart Jamie Lee Curtis. And before we go to break, we have our segment, The Booger of the Week. Why booger? Because my uncle called the boogeyman the booger man, and thus any movie with a monster or a creature was a booger movie. So here's the booger of the week, and we will see you on the other side. Booger of the week. Booger. Known as the Man of a Thousand Faces, Lon Chaney is perhaps best remembered for one. His iconic turn as Eric, the disfigured and love-struck musician haunting the Paris Opera House in the classic 1925 universal feature, The Phantom of the Opera. Chaney was a master craftsman, and his makeup in this film was a true work of art, designed and executed by the man himself. He pulled the tip of his nose up and pinned it with wire, painted his eye sockets black, and employed a set of false teeth to complete the ghoulish look. Audiences are reported to have screamed and fainted when Christine removes his mask, and the image remains one of the most indelible in cinema history. Chaney's Phantom is the most true to the original source material, a far cry from the lights of Broadway and the music of the night. Almost 100 years old, the film is still a sight to behold, and Chaney's performance will always remain timeless. Lon Chaney as the Phantom is our Booger of the Week. Jennings, the uh, Michael Caine's in court or something. Um, anyway, they uh, they backed a truckload of money up and said, "Hey, do our commercials." I don't even know what they do, but uh, apparently they're coming. So watch out, Harrison Ford, Welsh Jennings. And I'm wearing my big girl legal briefs and I'm ready to sue their asses off. Gwenny, goop, lady, lawyer. Punk rock, lady, lawyer. Punk rock, lady, lawyer. Gwenny, goop, lady, lawyer. 
Hey, Faith. Hey, Dan. Why couldn't Bruce Wayne find a date to the prom? I don't know. Why not? He had bat breath. Boo. We'll be right back. Douglas here of the Cozy Cafe. Come on down to the Cozy Cafe for all your coffee and pastry needs. And if you, Cozy Corner, can get Robert England on the Late Night Fright radio show, the cafe will gladly offer you cake balls. We just need your help. But until then, come try our Boris Brew, guaranteed to wake you up and keep the booger man away. Or come in and try our signature Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. You never know who will drop in to the Cozy Cafe, located on Guilford Road, next to the Kruger Knife Works store. We hope to see you soon. Welcome back, Ghost and Goblins. Tonight's movie is the 1980 Jamie Lee Curtis slasher flick Prom Night. This movie was directed by Paul Lynch from a story by Robert Guza Jr. and a screenplay by William Gray. Movie star Jamie Lee Curtis, fresh off of her iconic turn in Halloween, and Leslie Nielsen, the wonderful character actor best remembered for his turns in Airplane and the Naked Gun series. The movie was released on July 18, 1980 and was a sizable hit at the box office and has developed a cult following in recent years. Faith, what did you think of Prom Night? I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't love the movie. I I felt the same way. I I really had no feeling one way or the other. I didn't feel <laughs> awful that we that we revisited it, but I Right, but it, I wasn't like, "Ooh, you know, Right. Watch it two million times. <laughs> right, because uh, as we said on on an earlier episode, recently we did see the nineteen seventy eight John Carpenter Halloween movie in the theaters. And how many times have you seen that movie? Oh. Too many to count. Yeah. Right, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it too many to count. And I still get the same feeling with that movie that I that I did the first time I Me saw too. it. This movie, well. It's not awful, and it is uh, it is considered to be an essential uh, piece of the slasher canon. Um, my thought on it is this movie is more like a time capsule, and it may have come out in 1980, but this to me is the last gasp of the 1970s, and you can see the influence of Halloween on it, but not only can you see Halloween in it, you can see Saturday Night Fever, and you can see Grease. I totally agree. <laughs> Now, you said something very interesting a little while ago. And as always, we were at Hooters. Uh, we were sitting in Bobby's booth because Bobby is down there at the Cozy Corner Convention Center uh, DJing the Cozy Corner Prom, the morale booster. Tell me that's not a Dunder Mifflin tactic <laughs> right there. But uh, we were at Hooters, and you said something very interesting that actually made me laugh when you say it. So go ahead and tell them what you said. Oh, that it's like literally a disco movie. It needs less disco, more suspense. It needs less disco and more uh-huh. suspense. You know, we were going to get to this in a little bit when, when we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis, but let's talk about the big elephant, the elephants in the room. We have to talk about the dance scene <laughs> in this movie because I there, there are a few uh, things that I remembered 
from the movie. It had been a long time since I had seen this movie. This, and I'm gonna, I don't know if this is sacrilege for all of you hardcore fans out there, but this is not one of my favorite uh, slasher films. Um, Mine either. And let me ask you this question because we've we've been taught we have mentioned her several times now, and we are going to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis a little more in depth in a bit. But would this be essential viewing if she wasn't in it? No, not for me. I don't. I don't think it. It would be either. I think I watched it just you know because she's in it. But <laughs> and as much as I love her, and and I do consider her to be a national treasure, I really do. I don't even think that she brought Mm-mm. much to this. I don't know that there's a lot here. I don't think any of the people brought anything to this movie, really. <laughs> it, it's it got some problems. It, it has some issues. Um, I don't think it makes any bones about the fact that it's trying to cash in on Halloween. Yeah. And Halloween was still very fresh mm-hmm. at this point. And they even cast the star of Halloween and she was actually not the original uh, choice to play. I can't even remember her name right now for the life Kim. of me. Kim. She was not the original choice to play Kim. It was uh, Eve Plum from the Brady Bunch hmm. who played uh, Marsha. That's or actually, no, Eve Plum played Jan. She was the one who said Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Huh. So um, I don't know if that would have made it a different movie at all. If- I, could, I could see her in it. But I probably wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> it. It's it's one of those things. There there are some serious problems with this movie. And as I've I said on a on a previous broadcast, listen, if you love this movie, we're not knocking you. We're mm-hmm. not even talking bad about the movie. I just I just feel that there's some narrative problems with it. Me too. Uh, for one thing, Leslie Nielsen just kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have just been this. Huge character in this movie, and he, he just kind of vanishes. He does because not only was he the principal of the school, he was also the the, the father. The father, and <laughs> and I think they got him out of the film with. Uh, I think the wife's name was Vi. Was the mother's name was Vi? And Vi's not having a good time. I need to go. <laughs> He's on the dance floor with his daughter, who's about to be you know crowned prom queen, and. I have to go check on your mother. And he just disappears. He doesn't even show up at the end when his son is arrested for killing three, four people mm-hmm. in the movie. At least four people yeah. in the movie that we're, that we're aware of. Um, but I, I just felt that there were some, some narrative problems with it. Now, there are a lot of good things in it, too. I thought the point of view uh, shots from the killer's point of view were, were very well done. Yeah, I did like that. I thought for just a minute at the beginning that there was kind of a little mystery going on. Again, I, as I said, it had been a number of years since I'd seen this. And now you disagreed with me on that, though. I was trying to figure out who was the killer, and you knew. I knew Im- instantly. Immediately. Because you're, a, I guess you're a little more of a, of a detective. I guess Maybe watching so. <laughs> What Lies Beneath last week and Michelle Pfeiffer's Nancy Drew storyline kind of rubbed off on you and you. Maybe so. <laughs> you had it figured out. Um, this movie, though, it reminded me of a Lois Duncan novel. Did you read Lois Duncan when you were in middle school? Yes. Yeah. And do you remember Lois Duncan? It seemed to be all of the middle school girls were reading Lois she Duncan. She was my favorite in middle school, so yeah. And I read okay. I read several, several of her novels, and um, she's most famous for writing I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is a lot different from the movie that we got 20 years ago. Um, 
do we do we need to talk about that movie at all? I'm not I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of that movie. Even though our our old friend Kevin Williamson from Scream did write the screenplay. Um but it really reminded me of something that she would write, especially the I Know What You Did Last Summer, because there's this kind of terrible, tragic event that happens. People make a pact, and then a little while later, bad things start to happen to them. I, I feel like it could be a book of hers, yeah, for sure. It, and I think if you took out some of the some of the gore and the blood, you could put this on Lifetime. What blood? Was there? There was a little bit of blood. Oh, yeah. There was a, a little. It looked blood. like paint. Faith <laughs> likes her movies bloody. She she likes the gore. She. I mean, it doesn't have to be overly violent, but you know, I, I feel like this movie lacked that like sense of. I I feel like the movie lacked <sighs> a, liked a lot of things. I feel like it lacked uh, suspense. Mm-hmm. I also feel like it lacked a sense of humor. I, I yeah. felt like it, it could have had a lot more fun with the material. And I don't mean that it needed to be a laugh out loud comedy, but I, but I just felt like, and a great example of this is the scene where Lou gets killed and, and, and we're laughing because it's absolutely ridiculous. And I loved it. I loved every second of it Me too. because we were coming off of the disco dance scene and, and I'm feeling good about life. And then, here comes Lou knocking out Jamie Lee's boyfriend, <laughs> takes his crown because they're going to pull a fast one on those kids. And, well, he gets an axe to the neck, and then the head just rolls right on out into the <laughs> auditorium. And it's, if you look at it on the surface, it's absolutely horrific, but it's played in such a way. I was giggling. I was. I, was, I thought, <laughs> I, I thought it was really funny. And, I thought that the movie could have used a little more humor in it. Um, and you know who could have been funnier? Or who that? could have brought the the humor? Who do you think? Somebody like Leslie Nielsen. Somebody like Jamie Lee Curtis. Or who's that? I'm thinking of a specific person. Ooh, let me know. What was his name? Slick? Was that what he went by? Slick. I think he could have brought in a bunch Slick of... Slick brought a little bit of that levity could have brought more to it. He... I can... I can since the and the thing with slick was i don't know if you were thinking about this it just it just hit me that he's one of those characters that comes out of randy's list and scream you know he's <laughs> one of those i mean he hits the sex the drugs and the rock and roll like all within the span of 90 seconds if that and um by the way we have to mention and again we're just having we're having some fun tonight this it's not that we dislike this movie. It is what it is. And this is a, a wonderful little time capsule. And I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it in a while, who hasn't seen it, may, might just be getting into horror. But let's talk about Slick for a second. Um, <laughs> I'm having an awful time tonight with the girl's names. But anyway, the girl that he picked up, and he literally picks up the name. girl. He drives by in his van. She's walking down the street. Boo-hoo. She doesn't have a date to prom. He <laughs> he rolls down the windows, says something really charming, and she ends up getting in the van with him, going to school, going, uh, going to the prom with him, and, ooh, spoiler alert, loses her virginity to him ooh. in the back of the big party van. But let's talk about that scene. There they are. They're in the post-coital afterglow. All is right with the world. And she gets the wonderful idea, hey, let's walk over to the bluffs. And they take <laughs> ten steps, and they lay the blanket 
So this is uh, this is the movie that we're dealing with here. And again, like I said, it's it's not that it's a bad movie. It's a it can be a lot of fun if you bring uh, your own sense of humor to it. Did you kind of get that impression yeah, from it? Did for you? Sure. <laughs> let me ask you this: Did you have a good time watching it? I did. I did. I did too. It's like I said, it really functions as a nice time capsule. But slick. Um, R.I.P. Slick. We <laughs> we hardly knew you. Um, so we we were talking about the friends, and there's a pact, and bad things start to happen. So now we've got a killer, and this is something. Did you pick up on this? Was this a little foreshadowing for Halloween two that would come out the next year? Because Jamie Lee's brother is the killer in this movie, and the next year we would find out that dun 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 Michael Myers was her brother <laughs> in that timeline. Yeah. That because there's three or four timelines now in Hollywood. <laughs> and we still owe the people a timeline. We will get on that this week. That's what she said. I beat you to it. That's my joke. That is your joke. And by the way, why did we have so many gaping holes at the beginning of the show? Did you notice that Bobby was talking about gaping holes? We had I hope it's not a sign. I hope I hope it's not a sign of things to come. So but uh, Jamie Lee's brother, much like the movie Halloween 2, I would say a better movie that came out a year later oh, that yeah. she was in. Uh, her brother is the killer. So what did you think of his motivations here in this movie? I understood where he was coming from. And I think you had mentioned something about him being, why do you wait so long? Why? I was wondering that too. And again, this is part of the narrative problems, I think, with this movie is I get why he's doing it, but he's been holding on to this for. I can't remember so how many long. years. It had been six, six years, years something like that. It's just yeah. kind of like, I don't know. and it makes you wonder. And let me throw this question out to you: We this is not something that we had talked about, but did he wait for prom night because the producers of this movie thought that it would be just marketable, like something like Halloween? You know? Oh yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. I was thinking he waited for prom night because too, you know. There's it's drama. It's dramatic. It's dramatic. Why right. do it, you know, a year later when they're at home sleeping, when you can do it in front of everybody at the when prom. When you can do it in front of everybody <laughs> at the prom. You can cut people's heads off yeah. and you can just roll them on out there like, and get a strike, <laughs> you know, try to get that strike. Um, we, uh, I, like I said, there's we, we're having some fun with this one tonight. Um, would you recommend it to people? I would. Um, not as like a terrifying not, not as a terror. It, it's really more interesting, I think, as a as a history piece. And I say get some friends together, or if you're one of our European listeners, get some of your mates together. Maybe you know, uh, uh, get some ale or, or some beer, alcohol. you know, <laughs> something, something, or maybe some of that Vicodin or Xanax that Bobby's on. We're not we're not advocating that. We're not adv- pushing that on anyone, but something that might make you feel. You know, a little good, a little loosey goosey, and get at least three or four people over and put this movie on. And seriously, I, I don't usually say this. Do running commentary through the movie. Yeah, it 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 will amaze you. It it really is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I probably shouldn't drink while I watch this film because I start to dance. She, I might start busting out those moves, and it could get deadly. Could. It could get deadly. And I want to give a special mention to our number one fan, the lovely Miss Wendy Parker, the Cenobite Queen in London. We have a message for you. We're not going to learn the dance. She, <laughs> no, she, she asked both of us. <laughs> she asked both of us. Uh, she told us that we really needed to learn to dance. And do you know what she told me when I asked her? I said, <laughs> why do you think we need to do this? Because I'm thinking... 
it's this grand scheme, you know, to, to help us grow an audience, you know, possibly with the, with help with downloads, you know, it's a great advertising uh-huh. thing. Do you know what she told me? What? She told me that was for her, her own personal amusement. <laughs> that is why she wanted us to learn the dance. I told, well, Wendy, her, I, I told her I couldn't guarantee any dance. Well, Wendy, so. Wendy Parker, we are not guaranteeing any <laughs> dance moves. And it is available on YouTube, and the film is also up on Shutter. So, <laughs> get a couple of mates together, you know. Go. You, you learn the dance. Actually, you know. Oh, this just hit me. Tell you what, ghosts and goblins out there, if you learn the dance, you film it, you tag us, you put it up on Instagram. We are definitely going to mention you on the next <laughs> show. I. I <laughs> I like it. Um, so we have, we have a little more to talk about with prom night because we're going to talk about the prom queen herself. And I think we need to talk about the prom queen, Jamie oh, yeah. Curtis. But it looks like we are getting a phone call. Oh. Faith, how you feeling about this one, darling? Deep breath. Deep breath. <laughs> If you have been following the show, you know that we have not had the best no. luck with phone calls. But um, let's go for it. I'm feeling as they as they would say over over in Merry Old England. I'm feeling a little cheeky. So let's uh, let's do it. Go for it. it. Hello, you are with Dan and Faith on WKMF Public Radio, the late night fright. How are you this evening? Is this on? Is it on? Faith, I uh, I think I know who that is. Greg? Oh, hi, hi, Faith. Yeah, it's me, uh, Greg. Greg Huffleplank. You remember me? I, uh, also known as Lothar, uh, Prince of the Dark Elves. Um, had a little spell I cast a few weeks ago. Uh, there were some zombies. You might remember. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, how can I forget? Uh, so I've noticed that, uh, we don't have any cake balls at the Cozy Cafe, so I take it Mr. Robert England has not shown up yet. No, not yet. Can you help us get him on the show? That depends. You have a spell or something you can cast? Oh, I have spells. (laughs) I'm ready to bewitch you, Faith. Oh. Which is why I'm calling. I have a Question for you. All right, what is it? Greg, before you ask this question, where are you? The police have been looking for you. I'm glad you asked that, Dan. I am currently under house arrest. Turns out they didn't have any evidence to tie me to that wonderful spell that went down just a few weeks ago. Wasn't it lovely? No, it it Mm-mm. was awful. If you were listening, the zombies came right into the studio. And by the way, man, do, do you have anything to do with that flatulous thing? No, I wouldn't know anything about that. Talk to my lawyer. This question is for Faith. Hey, Faith. Yeah? Would you like to accompany me to the Cozy Corner prom? Um, no. I'm sorry. No? No. Is that like a hard no? It's a hard no. Definitive? Yeah. You will rue this day, Faith! I swear to you, I will cast a spell! A spell so powerful, you'll be sick to your stomach! I still love you. Bye!
Maybe we shouldn't have answered the phone. <laughs> Probably not. He, uh, he's a special kid. Can I ask you, uh, what did you see in him? I have no idea. <laughs> did you go on many dates, or was that just the? Did no. you just ask that no, one time? It was just one time. Well, let me let me get some clarification on one thing here. Um, cake balls. We we're still waiting for Robert. Still England, waiting for Robert. Right? Well, that's a good point, Ghosts and Goblins. We need your help. You see, we are trying to get Robert England. Faith, who did he play? Freddy Krueger. He played Freddy Krueger, our favorite. We are trying to get him on the show. So, as I told you earlier, tell one person that you know about the show. Tell them to listen to us. And if you tag us in a picture, if you send us a direct message, we will mention you on the show. Get the word out, though. Get the word out on social media. We really believe in our heart of hearts that Robert England. Needs to be on this show. Yeah. I think this is the show for him. I think so, too. And uh, we're not just going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street if we get him on the show, Faith. We're not just going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street. Would you like to know what else we're going to talk about? Yeah. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, A Nightmare on Elm Street (laughs) 3, 4, 5, Freddy's Dead, The New Nightmare, Freddy versus Jason. And we're even going to talk. I'd be willing to go there with his Goldberg's appearance recently. I, um, I was thinking of that one, actually. I think he's been in some other movies, and I'd... Love to hear his thoughts on those movies as well. But we love him, Robert. If if you're listening out there, seriously, you heard the song we played for you last week. There's cake balls riding on this, buddy. The the sweet tooth of this town is in your razor gloved hand, my friend. So Ghosts and Goblins, you're in this too. Help us any way you can. Get the word out about the show. Do anything you can on social media. And we might just have a hashtag for you coming up. We're going to make this happen. We're going to get Robert Engel on this show. Because where there's a will, there's a way. And I feel like we have a way. I think so. And you know, I think he uses Twitter a lot too. So if you have a Twitter, tweet him. Tweet. Tweet to the dream demon himself. Tweet dreams. Tweet (laughs) dreams. This is what we're going to call it. Tweet dreams, Ghosts and Goblins. Robert England, this is the campaign. So, Faith, I hope that we're not in for a little weirdness with your with your ex boyfriend. And I did air quotes on that because I'm, yeah. I'm, you're my friend, and I don't want to make any more fun of you than I already do. <laughs> um, Ghosts and goblins, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we are going to talk about the Scream Queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. We will see you on the other side. <laughs> Fred, back with a new product. It's not a product. It's a whole store full of products. Crooked can knife works. It's from Blaze Rusty. Let our local Fred make it trusty. Be sure to check out my line of Crooked Care Stain Creams. Good for sunburn and fire rank parents. Be sure to listen to Sweet Dreams only on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. Crooked Care Knife Works. Y'all come on down, you hear? Bitch. This is Jeff Fanghorn with your WKMF Cozy Corner News Break. Authorities have apprehended Greg Huffleplank, better known as Lothar. He has been remanded to the custody of his mother, which authorities say is worse than putting him in jail. 
It's prom night here in Cozy Corner, so head on down to the Cozy Corner Convention Center. But don't expect to hear any James Taylor, Bro Country, or Dave Matthews as Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright, is DJing. Several callers to Uncle Fred's Sweet Dream Show have been found dead in their sleep. WKMF will keep the show on air, but Uncle Fred is under investigation. And now back to the Late Night Fright with Dan and Faith. Welcome back, Ghosts and Goblins, to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we are back. We are talking about the 1980 movie Prom Night, although we're not really talking too much about the 1980 movie Prom Night tonight, but we are about to talk about one of our favorites, the star of Prom Night, Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Faith, I know you're a big fan. Oh, I love her. I'm a big fan as well. I think Jamie Lee Curtis is one of our national treasures. I have loved her uh, since I've known who she was. So Jamie Lee is a really interesting figure. Uh, She is the daughter of Hollywood royalty. Her dad was Tony Curtis and her mom is Janet Lee. And she has some serious horror pedigree because her mother is the girl in the shower in Psycho. That's, you know, that's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. It's not too shabby. You know, that Hitchcock, like it. That Hitchcock guy kind of knew what he was doing. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and I think it's really wonderful. Uh, Janet Lee and Jamie Lee got to act together uh, in Halloween H2O. Uh, in fact, she drove the same car in H2O that she drove in Psycho. Now, that movie, Halloween H2O, is part of one of the three or four timelines in the Halloween franchise. And we're going to... We're going to have some kind of breakdown on those because we're yeah. going to be doing the 2018 Halloween movie uh, sometime soon. And we have we'll, to. we'll try it. We'll try and figure yeah. it out. So uh, Jamie's breakout role was in 1978's Halloween. That was, of course, the 1978 John Carpenter classic. And it's her appearance in that movie, along with Prom Night, the movie we're talking about, Terror Train, The Fog, another John Carpenter movie and a really good movie if you haven't seen it. And then the Halloween sequel that earned her the title of Scream Queen. And she's one of those actresses like our buddy Michelle Pfeiffer last week. She's worked in a lot of different genres. But Faith, what do you, how do you think of her when when you think of Jamie Lee Curtis? I think she's funny. I, I think, think you of, agree with me. <laughs> I think of her. I think she's a wonderful comedic actress. Um and uh, that bump you heard was some of those bad vibes that mm-hmm. have just been There's running, something through, in here with us. running through Cozy Corner. I swear to you, Ghosts and Goblins, that was not host. What's the word I'm looking for? Host error. See, those bad vibes are just, they're just, there's all in the air. Anyway, um, I, I think of her uh, first and foremost as a comedic actress, and I think she's awfully funny. <laughs> um, she uh she's a neat lady though cuz in addition to being an actress uh she's also an author of children's books and she even I was I read this doing research for the show she invented some kind of diaper uh 
It's hmm. something that has some kind of pocket on it. Wikipedia, wonderful what? resource. Yes, yes, look it up. We might look that up on the break and we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, hmm. ah, it caused a little con. See, you caused controversy last week <laughs> with your Robert Zemeckis last holiday. I am causing controversy this week with the Jamie Lee Curtis diaper or <laughs> nappy for our international, international <laughs> listeners. See, we're, we're accommodating here at the late night fried. Uh, also her husband is awesome. Her husband is Christopher Guest of Spinal Tap fame, and he's directed some really great comedy movies, um, like Best in Show and those kind of mockumentary movies. And I think he's brilliant. And they've like been a power couple, very much like a power couple. Yeah. And they've been married a long time. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I want to say since 84 or 85. And so that's 33, 34. I'm not good with the math. So let's go. <laughs> we're going to go with 35 years. Sure. Uh, and in Hollywood years, because Hollywood marriage years are like dog years. So that's mm-hmm. close to 150 years in, in normal, <laughs> normal people. Also, she has the title. Uh, this is just occurring to me that he is some kind of uh, lord in Britain. He has a, an official title, and she's actually, I think, a lady. So hmm, that's cool. on the break, we might need to actually look that up and find out yeah. what her official. So she is Hollywood royalty, and she is in fact <laughs> some kind of royalty. But um, I I like her very much. Um, what are what are some of your favorite Jamie Lee Curtis moments? Moments or movies? Well, movies, moments, any anything. I can tell you what my favorite Jamie Lee Curtis moment is. What is it? Tell me. Oh, it would be the dance scene in True Lies. That would, <laughs> I think, I think that is a piece of uh, cinematic brilliance and all innuendo aside, she's actually very funny in that scene. It's a very funny scene, the two of them. Arnold Schwar- our old buddy Arnold, he was here in Cozy Corner a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Um, she and Arnold are very funny in that movie. And uh, I really believe... That that movie in the 90s, when she danced in that scene, it jump-started a lot of uh, puberty in young men <laughs> across the country, much like uh, Carrie Fisher did in the 80s in Return of the Jedi when she was in her bikini. And speaking of Carrie Fisher, I think it's one of the great uh, travesties of movie history that we're not going to get to see Carrie Fisher and Jamie Lee Curtis together in a movie because they kind of – I think – Carrie had a similar kind of, a little more of a razor wit than yeah. Jamie and Lee. It would but, have been cool to see them together, though. Uh, it would have been great. But uh, a little trivia note, Jamie Lee and Billy Lord, who is Carrie Fisher's daughter, are appeared together in the show Screen Queens. So, in a way, she she's she's there with her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mine is True Lies. What is yours, Faith? I don't know why I like her so much as Nora Crank. <laughs> her in that little vest. <laughs> Well, I don't know why I like it so much. Well, it uh, that's a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. It's a very funny movie. And uh, her co-star in that, Dan Aykroyd, she's been in about four movies, I think, with Dan Aykroyd. They're in the mm-hmm. My Girl movies, uh, Trading Places, and then and, um, Christmas with the Cranks. And here's another fun fact. I know way too much about Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm realizing <laughs> this tonight. I must like her or something. Yeah. She says that Dan Aykroyd is the best on-screen kisser that she's ever worked with. So gives hope to schlubby guys everywhere. Um, so as I said, I like uh, True Lies. I really like her in Freaky Friday when oh, she plays I do too. the teenager. That might be actually, I think you said it too, like your favorite performance of hers, I think. It's, it's, my, favorite, it's my favorite performance of hers. And when I saw that, that movie came out, what, 15 years ago now, I think. Yeah, I think so. 
uh, Lindsay Lohan was still in her right mind and body <laughs> when that movie came out. And when I saw Freaky Friday for the first time, and I hadn't seen Jamie Lee in a while. It had been a minute since I think she had done anything. And I thought she was wonderful. And I realized this woman's amazing. Like she? the the her playing a teenager, Ghosts and Goblins, if you haven't seen it, you need to it's brilliant. stop the show now. <laughs> Go ahead and watch Freaky Friday, but you got to come right back to us. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. Um, she's wonderful playing the teenage daughter. Um, uh, with the whole dude, shut up, all that stuff. Uh, do you have do you have any any other favorite Jamie Lee Curtis movies? Uh, obviously Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes without saying, right? Right. Right. <laughs> So the uh, the Christmas sweater, the the Nora Nora Crank Christmas mm-hmm. sweater. I would also like to add. I usually do this. I usually have a left field choice, and uh, I'm gonna add the Activia commercials that she did because <laughs> oh, uh, somehow she managed to keep it together with all that fiber. She truly is amazing. We love her. I love her. In fact, you know, you. we do this every time that we talk about some of our favorites, and we've we've talked about a few favorites on here. Um, Jamie Lee, come on the show. Yeah. If you hear this, come on. Just just get in touch with us. Um, we're we're ready. We're ready. I promise Faith won't stalk you much. No. It'll, it'll be Even fun. Even though you know more facts about her. It's my job. As, it's my job as mm-hmm. the host of an international sure. talk show to mm-hmm. to know these things about this very nice lady. She mm-hmm. seems, she seems, I think we would be best friends. Um She's wonderful. So this brings up, this is why I got really excited about this show. When, you know, they, the King's Palace said they were doing prom night and, you know, we went and saw it and we realized that, you know, we couldn't really dig as deep into it as we might with something like a What Lies Beneath or a Nightmare on Elm Street. But, um, got really excited though when I realized what we could do tonight with Miss Curtis and, she is the screen queen. She's known as one of the great final girls of all time. And again, if you've been listening to the show, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about our Mount Rushmore of slashers. Now, when I went back and thought about that, we shouldn't call it Mount Rushmore. We should call it Mount Gushmore. All right. Blood. You know. I'm all right with it. Yeah. You like that? Mm-hmm. Mount Gushmore. So... We have the Mount Gushmore of slashers, and I believe we had all of the same uh, creatures, boogers, mm-hmm. on that mountain. And they were Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, and your boyfriend. Go ahead and say his name. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. They were, they were on that. And we still need to get on that creature, the Mount Gushmore of creatures. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm putting a creature from the Black Lagoon on it. Um but we're going to talk tonight. This is great. We're going to have the Mount Gushmore of final girls. So, Faith, we each picked four. Why don't you let me and our listeners, international audience, know who your four picks for the Mount Gushmore of final girls are? All right. I picked Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Sally from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very good. And Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell also appears on my list. And my list reads, Nev Campbell, I have her in the four spot. In the, <laughs> in the three spot, I have Jamie Lee Curtis. 
which I know I didn't read mine in order. Okay, well, I just this I listed them. Yes, well, you know, different strokes, different folks. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, so Nev Campbell, Jamie Lee Curtis, Miss Heather Langenkamp from this little movie that you and I both really don't like, Nightmare uh-huh. on Elm Street. Hate that movie. Yeah, yeah. We should get the guy in that movie to come on the show and tell us why it's a great movie. So right? Robert, just come on the show. And in my in my last spot, I have Miss Sigourney Weaver for Alien, and Faith is making a face at me right now. Do you know who you reminded me of when you made that face just now? I don't know. He was in here last week. Do you remember that guy? Oh God! She, she had a Harrison Ford scowl, and if Harrison was here right now, I can only imagine what he what he would say. Faith, would you like to know what I think he would say? Yeah, let's go ahead. No, no, Sigourney, I was in that uh, working girl movie with her. Uh, Whatever. Um, <laughs> I really think that's what he would say. He was here uh, for court ordered. Uh, it was court ordered mm-hmm. him on the show last week. So you're making a face at Sigourney Weaver, and now this is—is is this because you don't like the movie Alien? No, no, no. It's not the movie. I don't mm-hmm. just don't like you just her. Don't like her. There's something about her. I don't know. Something about her. Okay. Well, you're know. you are entitled to your opinion. Now we need this list to be unanimous to put these faces up on. Mount Gushmore. So, you have Sally on yours. Mm-hmm. Now, we both have Nancy and Nev. Mm-hmm. And I think Nancy personally needs the most prominent feature oh, yeah, for sure. on this. Now, you had a thought earlier on this when we were eating at Hooters why Nancy should should be number one on this list. Would you like to let them, let them know? Because she fights back. She's badass. She... she doesn't play victim uh-uh. very much in that movie, or when she does, she she does something about it. Yeah, when she's when she's victim. So I I would put her there. I would put Neff Campbell maybe at four. Yeah, me too. And uh, no offense to our international uh, viewers, I really don't have a good reason for putting her at number four. That's just what my heart tells me, and maybe we're just going to deduct points because she's Canadian. <laughs> Can we do that? I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. well. Party of five. She was on a show with Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's that's why we're going to take a point off. There we go. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Neff Campbell. She's lovely. We love her here. She should come on the show, too. I'd love to hear about her working with Wes Craven. Yeah. And if she got to meet Robert England while she was working <laughs> with Wes Craven. So, but we do have the differ here. We do have, we do have this one... This 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 one thing here. We have Sigourney Weaver and Hoosier, and you've got Sally. Is that is that where mm-hmm. this is coming? Okay. I don't think I don't think I'm going to be able to come to to any kind of arrangement here. <laughs> do you know what we should do? What? We're not going to settle this because it might get ugly in here. Could it might get it might get pretty ugly. We're going to ask the ghosts and goblins out there. Ghost and goblins out there. Okay, the gauntlet has been thrown out. This is in your court now. So you have our picks for the best final girls. Now, what you need to do is vote on it. Let us know. You, you're you going to get to pick the Mount Gushmore of Scream Queens because I don't think we could do it. We have a friendship that goes back many years here. I don't want this to get ugly <laughs> because you, you don't want to be on face bad side. You, no. you don't. If you've been into the Cozy Cafe on Mondays, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. In fact, just ask her about cake balls. You'll see it. Mm-hmm. You will. <laughs> it will come out of those eyes. <laughs> so what we're going to, what do you think? You think they uh direct no no we're gonna we're gonna hashtag it. We're gonna 
Okay, ghosts and goblins, hashtag this Mount MT Gushmore and tag us in that photo or direct message us. Let us know your votes. We're going to tally up those votes and we're going to let you know on the next show what that landscape looks like. Now, if you don't vote, I cannot guarantee that this partnership will continue. I'll just um, give in and say Sigourney Weaver. Well, you should. You should do that now, but I'm not going to make you do that because we live in a, we live in a republic, <laughs> and it's a democratic, it's a constitutional republic, and we're going to let the people vote because we live in America, damn Let's it. Go for and it. that's and that's how that's how our grandfathers did it. That's how our fathers did it, and that's how we're going to do it. <laughs> So uh, as I said, Ghost and Goblins, we're we're just having a good time tonight. We're, we're I hope you can tell that we're having a good time. And speaking of good times, we are going to go out to the prom. Oh, we are. We are going out to Bobby, who's at the prom. Mm-hmm. Faith, um, I got my fingers crossed. I think you got your fingers crossed. I've got my my toesies crossed too. <laughs> that that this just doesn't get out of hand tonight. So uh, let's go ahead on out to the prom and let's talk to Bobby. Hey, you guys, how's it going? I am still feeling so good. And guess what, guys? Somebody came up and said, hey, I would like to hear your smiling face by James Taylor. You know what I said? I said, uh-uh, no way. Because I got my mother here with me. That's right. She's my date. Don't think nothing of it. I love her. It's good for her to get out. She don't need to be here. And she's getting up there. And I don't want to assault the ears with that. How you guys doing? We're, we're pretty good, doing Bobby. Good. Yeah, anyway, um, I don't really have too much to report from out here. I mean, it's kind of pleasant, and that is not just the drugs talking. It is very pleasant out here. I've been playing some 50s tunes, some 60s tunes. I play some William Joel. You know, he's my favorite Italian composer. And I know he's Jewish, but you know they gave him that James Conn Award, the Italian-American Society, Cozy Corner, they gave him that award. But things are pretty good here. I'm feeling good about it. So, Bobby, you're feeling good about our chances of actually finishing the show tonight. I think if you was going to finish the show, this would be the one. And, you know, you guys should really come on down here. Faith, what do you think, Faith? You want to come on down to the prom? Yeah, I might. I mean, I, I, Bobby, you got, you got me convinced, man. You know, I mean, it's been a, you know, we had a few bumps in here, you know, but I mean, it's nothing it's that not we haven't been putting bad. up with all week, no. you know, and Bobby, I think, you know, we're going to go remote. I can't believe we're getting out of the studio again. We're going to go down to the Cozy Corner Convention Center, Ghosts and Goblins. Bobby, we're going to see you in a little while. I cannot wait for that, hey, Faith. You saved me a dance, and Faith, guess what? The dance floor is wide open. That's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> hey, I'll see you guys when you get down here. Come on down, man. My good friend Robbie's here. We will cut one out there on the dance floor. See you guys. Faith, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I think I think I think we're gonna go. But you know what? But before we do that, we have a new piece of music tonight. And this is from a new band uh, to the show. This is a band called Hanko's. Hen House. Now I want you to check out this lineup. They have four bass players. Oh wow! Four bass players in this band: drums, and I believe one of them uh, doubles on keys or something like this. But hmm. four bass players in this band. They have been tearing it up down there in Hammerhead Hanks, and I understand they are one of the favorite bands at the Cozy Corner Community College. And you know. 
We are still number one over there at the Cozy Corner Community College. We're still number one at the Cozy Corner Prison. And by the way, we have been getting some letters from the Cozy Corner Prison. And next week, we're going to read some of those on the air. (laughs) And I can't believe I failed to mention this. We are still number three in the strangest cities in America. Can you believe that? No. After everything that's happened, this town is literally sitting over a gate to hell. And we can, we're only pulling number three. Um, number one, of course, as always, as political is Duluth. And number two is this place called Blumpville. But I want to let our listeners out there know I did some research and there is a show on Instagram called Angry that chronicles the adventures of these people in Blumpville. It's from Running Mate Studios. You guys need to check that out. It's called angry faith you saw it what did mm. what did you think about I loved it? It, it yeah <laughs> i don't think that they should be number two no, i think i think we should you know move right past them and past the list but it's okay anyway i digress i'm turning into bobby um hanko's hen house four bass players drums there's some doubling on the keys this tune is called black boots it's a pretty fun little number i like it what do you think of it i loved it I loved it too. So we're going to play that. We're going to go to a break and we will see you on the other side. Thank you. 
Faith, what will we be watching next week at the King's Palace Drive-In Theater? Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? We'll be right back. This is Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. If you are getting it on, thinking about getting it on, or perhaps have just gotten it on, then Afterglow is the show for you. Join me as I play the best classic soul and R&B slow jams. My show is responsible for having made more babies than any show in the history of shows. Fact. My show is also responsible for having played the 1972 Tower Power classic, Still a Young Man, more than any show in the history of shows. Fact. Come get it on with me, Bobby, every Friday night after the late night fright. Afterglow. Love that, Bobby. Yeah, I know. WKMF cannot verify the validity of any claims made by Bobby, but we do urge you to listen to his show. Ghost and goblins, welcome back to the late night fright. I am Dan, and I am Faith, and we are on location from the Cozy Corner Convention Center. We are here at the Cozy Corner Prom, and as we said earlier, this was uh, an idea of the council, city council, to give us a little morale boost because we are literally sitting over a gateway to hell mm-hmm. here in Cozy Corner. But you know, Faith, it's been a pretty pleasant evening. I think. I haven't had this much fun doing a show in a while. I know. I mean, we might actually finish one. We might actually finish tonight. The energy actually feels really good. Uh, I mean, look at all these people. These are these are our people, and they are out here having a blast. I mean, and hey, there's Bobby. Hey, you guys, how's it going? I'm feeling good still. You know, he really deserves this because he, he really does. has had a bad run of luck, and he's such a nice guy, and you know, he always lets us sit at his booth at Hooters mm-hmm. and. Bobby, uh, Bobby, how's the night been going? I ain't playing no James Taylor, and I ain't playing no Dave Matthews. It ain't music, Dan. It just ain't music. 
I I don't I'm you know any Dave Matthews fans out there no no offense but I'm I'm kind of with Bobby <laughs> on this one you know um, Faith let's uh, let's let's wrap up the film discussion yeah. uh, final thoughts on prom night and we'll do our let's do some favorites here um, you know what I've been having such a good time tonight and I think we've covered enough ground let's go favorite kill and that's all we're doing favorite kill Lou. Hands down. Lou, hands down. Uh, I'm going to give an honorable mention to the van kill when Slick got killed just because the killer just kept hanging in there, literally. <laughs> and uh, in true Hollywood fashion, the uh, the van just eventually went over the cliff and burst into flames before it hit anything. Actually, I'm going to say that's my favorite kill because it's so ridiculous. No, the head rolling. The head is, rolling out is. <laughs> the head rolling out is pretty good. Um, uh, Bobby, Bobby, have you seen the movie Prom Night? No, you know I don't like them scary movies too much. Hold on, I gotta get this tune on. All right, man, Faith, uh, Faith, you you want you want to cut a rug out there? You want to go? You want to go? Maybe have a little dance? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Oh dear, look who it is. Ah, oh, hello, Faith. It's Greg Huffle playing. Yeah. Hey, Greg. That's right. I thought you said you weren't coming to the prom. No, Greg. She never said that she wasn't going I, to the prom. I'm she, going with you. She just said she wasn't going with you. Oh, so you like movies about prom nights, hmm? You remember a little movie with Sissy Spacek, hmm? Well, I've got a spell for you, Faith. Oink, oink. Pig and Sal! Drop piggy blood on Faith right now! Faith, it's raining pig blood from the sky. Oh my and god. It's not stopping. It's on me. Hey, you guys, how come these things keep happening to us every week? I don't know, Bobby. I, Lothar, I swear to God. <laughs> you like my little trick? Oh, look, Faith, he's got an umbrella. <laughs> I came prepared for this. Lothar, Lothar you little, little son, son of a... Girl. 